1: get it. What does it take? You know what? I I guess in the back of my mind, I just assumed Hillary would eventually be charged. Mm -mm. I keep just kicking this down the road. I know the Clintons are Teflon about this stuff, Mm -hmm. but I just kept thinking at some point it's going to catch up with her because this is so egregious. And yet... We just find out that the FBI is recommending no charges. Now technically she still could be charged, but they're saying no. And Loretta Lynch are over the weekend already said she's going to follow their recommendations. So at this point, it looks like they're not going to be char- she's not going to be charged. Yeah,
0: it's not going to happen at this point. I mean, even if, if the FBI had recommended some charges, there's no guarantee that there would have actually been charges for that. Wow. I mean, even if Loretta Lynch said that she was going to follow the FBI's recommendation,
2: she didn't have to. Yeah, and if- even if she was charged, the president would likely just pardon her. Well, this is what I'm disappointed about. I'm ju- I'm I'm disappointed. James Comey, because this was cover for the DOJ. If he would have said that the evidence is pointing to this direction, which it was, they would have had to charge her. They would have had to. If they didn't, it would have been public backlash saying, hey, the evidence were there. The investigators were there. But you made a political move. But he didn't do that.
1: This is really frustrating. By the way, it's Doc and Skip pinch hitting for Pat and Stu today. And Lawrence B. Jones is joining us as well. Uh, I want to get some of your calls and tweets in. Uh, this, uh, how are you feeling about this? Had you had asked me, had you guys said to me, Doc, do you think Clinton's going to eventually, this is going to catch up with her or something? Mm-hmm. I, I've told Skip over and over again the reason I think she could likely get elected. I mean, two, three years ago was the Clintons have learned something magical in politics. In fact, maybe the first ones in modern time to realize this. That as long as you are willing to keep putting it out there and the media savaging you about things, eventually it'll go away. All you have to do is just take all of the stuff they say. How many times have I told you that and how Teflon and say this stuff doesn't matter. And yet this is so egregious and so obvious that she violated the law with these documents, period. The server, the whole thing. There is proof she broke the law. Mm -hmm. That's not a question. You can't can't second-guess the Benghazi thing. I mean, we know the truth about that. It's pretty obvious with some of this Mm -hmm. other stuff. But this one, she did it. Mm -hmm. The emails are there. Mm -hmm. Why isn't she charged? And the argument that
2: James Comey tried to make, and I understand. I'm just waiting for a legal analyst to just rip this apart. The intent. You mean to tell me she didn't intend to put a private server... With classified information. That's a great point. You mean to tell me there was no intent, knowing and well, what was going back and forth in those emails?
1: I'll give you another one, though, Andrew, or uh, Lawrence. You're right. Intent matters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let, mm-hmm. let's take them at their word. She didn't intend to. You know, the other night I got drunked up and drove home. I didn't intend to. Right. And I ran somebody over, and they got killed, and I didn't intend to manslaughter them. We have a standard. Come on. When you do something wrong that was not intent as well. Even if you don't know something is
2: illegal, if you do it and break the law, you're still liable to that. Ignorance
0: of law is not an
2: excuse. But she wasn't, though. They said over 16 of the emails were actually marked top secret. Right. Okay? We're not... OK, let's throw out the ones that weren't, weren't marked, right. OK, even though that's illegal as well, because you're supposed to know the information in the subject line of the information that you're receiving. So let's throw those out. Let's talk about the information that was marked. That should be enough alone.
1: So, alone. so you're right. To your point, you're going, OK, I got confused between my servers right. and emails and I got two phones. Let's play that game. Right. Let's, let's do it. Right, yeah, let's do that. So you go, oh, 1600 of them didn't know. Wait a minute. This is top secret here. Mm hmm. I got to make sure only certain people are seeing this. Right. Wouldn't exactly. you? It's top secret. It, not
2: only that, but mm-hmm. this was an interesting find when she was going <laughs> to foreign countries. OK, because that's not a U.S. server you're operating on from foreign land.
1: Right. You're so. Yeah.
2: She was using that email. Now, the FBI didn't say that it is very possible. And they think it did happen that some of the people that are bad guys that are against us, that mm-hmm. want to destroy us every day picked up some of that information. Well, we know that. Because she was I mean,
0: careless. Th- th- this entire revelation came out after her email was hacked by, what, mm-hmm. was it Lucifer or something? Yeah. There was a hacker that got in. So mm-hmm. obviously uh, that information was accessed at least one time by a hacker. Because That's what we know did. about. Mm-hmm. How many t- attempts do we know that were made by China or Russia mm-hmm. or some other state? Some of the uh, uh, country.
1: I, I'm going I'm to beg your indulgence here and just ask you to take me at my word for a moment and believe that my outrage has little to do with Hillary's past. Mm-hmm. I'm talking even just on this issue with the emails and whatever. I am so tired of failures in government mm-hmm. that I am enraged by this. Because let's say for a moment, let's throw all of that out and say it was an accident, guys. She didn't know. It wasn't her fault. There's no fault and no intent. Let's throw all of that out. No Mm -hmm. criminal charges. Does this excuse her of a failure of office, Mm -hmm. dereliction of duty, a failure? So one of two things, either intent. She did this. It's criminal or. She failed at her office. She didn't do her job. Mm-hmm. You can't do your job as Secretary of State. Why would I kick you up a notch? That's the president? just simple. That's just
2: simple. You couldn't handle the classified information that you had before. And another thing that really ticked me off. And James, I love you, brother, but I don't know what's gotten into you. Right. Um, they said that the attorneys uh, didn't intentionally destroy information. When they were when as it comes to the investigation, I don't care what side of defense you're on when you have an attorney, their job is to protect you. All right. And so the fact that the FBI director is saying, oh, they didn't intentionally they were doing their job. They were protecting her. So the fact that he says, oh, no, they didn't try to do that. That was not any fault on their part that they didn't try to destroy the information that was going to help us in our investigation It's completely hogwash. There is not an attorney in the United States of America that is not going to do destroying documents or whatever to protect their client. That's what they do. They hide behind the law and say, oh, we didn't intentionally do that. But to have the FBI director to then partner with them and say, Oh, yeah, they didn't try to do that. It's just complete BS.
1: That by itself is all crazy. And then coming on the heels of the last Mm -hmm. week's information that we've gotten about this. Mm -hmm. Number one, Bill Clinton stays around, delays his flight from departing uh, Phoenix in order to get on uh, Loretta Lynch's plane. To talk grandkids. Yeah, to talk grandkids (laughs) and golf. Yeah, that's what it was. When he could do this, there's no reasonable sane person if they're being honest, would admit that you believe that that's what he did. No. That he wouldn't have at least tried to say, hey, can you do Hill a solid? And then as part of her explanation, oh, shucks, we did this, we shouldn't have done it, was I'll let the FBI's uh, recommendation stand. You don't (laughs) think she knew they were going to come up with a recommendation soon? And by the way, when she said that, it was after they had met with Hillary. Mm -hmm. So you don't think the director was like, listen, listen, double L, Mm -hmm. listen, L squared. uh, (laughs) Here's what's up, right? This, is, I mean, folks. This is a pageant. We're being played. We're being scammed.
2: The not, fix is in. Not only that, but he walks out in this press conference and says, "I haven't notified the president. I have oh, notified the That's Attorney crap. General." There's no way I, have, I can believe that. There is nobody that knows this decision but me.
1: Yeah, this I've kept this under I've, I've kept, I kept this, this under, sealed in an envelope with Bryce Waterhouse right, for the last sixty right, days. Right. Yeah. you guys
2: have had leaked information come all throughout this administration. <laughs> right. But you mean to tell me this one time? <laughs> oh. The, the, despite the mm. CNN report right. this weekend saying that they weren't going to indict her. But why would they even meet <laughs> under those types of circumstances though? I mean, if it
0: truly was about golf and grandkids, wouldn't, wouldn't that be more appropriate to have a conversation over the phone or an email? Hey, here's new pictures of the new grandkids. Why
1: do you stick around right. to hang with her? This is your only opportunity to meet Loretta Lynch. The only pa- right. plausible explanation is Hi, I'm Bill. I've always this, you know, been inspired by this Loretta Lynch mm-hmm. chick and she's pretty hot because mm-hmm. I like that brown sugar. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I have an. Uh, this is the only type. This is the only opportunity you have to meet her. <laughs> He's the former president, right. by the way, Repo- or a Democrat in the White House right. right now. He can go to the White House. Right. He can go to the right. Department of Justice. Right. He can go and meet these people right. anytime. You know what, Loretta, Inch, Loretta Lynch, owed him, okay, because
2: he appointed her uh, back, back 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 then as, as, a, as, as a judge.
1: So exactly. it's like you know, well, and, scratch and, my back, scratch right, you know, and why. Why did they meet under these circumstances? Because they didn't think anybody was going to know. If he had come a knock-in in D.C. or people had Mm -hmm. followed, they said, oh, you're meeting with Bill Clinton, that's pretty sketchy, Mm -hmm. what's that about? Mm -hmm. This way, if he didn't make the phone call or anything like this, it seemingly, or what I believe they believed, was off the record. Mm -hmm. He was just going to go aboard her plane and say, hey, L-Square, listen, uh, he'll need some Mm -hmm. help here, help Mm -hmm. us out. That's what he did. And it was planned. It was planned.
2: People that don't understand law enforcement and how these security teams work, this the president is protected by the Secret Service. All right. So this is not just a, a call like this. The uh, attorney general is protected by the FBI protective detail. All right. So that means there has to be coordination. OK. And who's going to for, tell for
1: them, weeks and right, months ahead of time? Right.
2: Right. right. How
1: did this you just don't do this?
2: How did this
0: information come out? Actually? Did a reporter uh, a, from- a
1: reporter did uh, break it in Phoenix? Now, I don't know if they're the first one that got tipped off, but they had the early information. You
2: know why? Because the protective detail said don't take pictures.
1: That's right. You're right. I forgot don't about take that. Pictures. You're right. They so, denied for me. <clears throat>
2: that's hiding
1: something. That's right.
2: Don't take pictures, meaning I don't want this to get out. you right.
1: let right. They forbid the, the media from taking pictures right. of, of any of that. And so that's the reason people are like, well, what's up? It's insane. Right. So you, you're protecting. OK, let me back up and say, why is the FBI or any of the protective details saying don't take pictures? Right. That's not protecting them. Right. That's protecting their rep and their potential scandals, Bingo. which automatically shows a failure on the FBI's part. You're not being unbiased here. This clearly shows a bias.
0: Well, how can the Secret Service uh, suspend the First Amendment?
1: Well, this would be the FBI. Right. The FBI. But, but yeah. Right. Uh, or the, the bills, though, could have yeah. been the Secret Service because right. he gets Secret Service right. details. Don't take
2: pictures. The president.
1: Right. They, exactly. They shouldn't be able to, except, you know, in extreme cases of their safety and security. But so you were letting me take pictures over there with Bill right. and Loretta Lynch in a few minutes or whatever, yeah, but, but not want the do them or them whatever. Together. Right. That shows that both of them are in the tank for this. They stuff. tried to hide it. Right. This is It was never crazy. supposed to get out. You know So, the, so if you're Bill and you you, you roll it up into the plane, right? And she's yeah. there. So, Dirty what, Bill. what's that like, right? I mean, is she <laughs> sitting down in one of the chairs? Oh, hello, Bill. Yeah. Is she sitting like this? Is she get up and go, what's that like? And then what does Bill do? Do you launch right into it? Right. Hey, listen, Loretta, I need some help with yeah. Hill. Yeah. Or Did, do you kind of beat around the bush? Does she
2: excuse her husband? Yeah, yeah. If he was with them, okay, does he say, hey, honey, you got it?
1: You yeah, get make, yourself a drink, you buy make. yourself something pretty. Me and, baby, me, out, right? me, me and Dirty Bill, we got to have <laughs> a conversation. We got a little something hey, going we on. We got a little. Hand me my beret. Right, right. It's um, a. Then when Bill, does he just, do you think he just launches into it or does he kind of do the beat around the bush thing? No,
2: no, I don't think he, I, I think he's a
0: Loretta,
1: I you know need some
2: you help you No, no he's, he's a
0: straight shooter. You know right what you I don't do. think he would have beat, beat around the bush about that. He probably got right to it. See, he's, not,
1: he's not like, see, so. See, you guys, are, you, you guys yeah.
2: are confusing this as if he had to ask her
1: to do this. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> this, this, this wasn't an oh, ask. He shows up, she says, hey, Bill, this here's what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do, Loretta. Okay. You know what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because yeah, sure I'm like, just
1: like, you know, how do but, you ask something like that no, if she makes you ask? ask you you know, know, you're you're kinda right. like this. So right. um I got an interesting email today. Right. Yeah, a friend of mine, and speaking of emails right. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email from somebody on Capitol Hill. Hill. Speaking of emails, and Hill, today. you know it was the craziest Hill thing. Array. I was just
0: at the Chick Fil A, and I wasn't charged. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me my order, but I uh, I wasn't
1: charged. And I got away free. I mean, how <laughs> you beat around the bush and bring it up? What a bunch of dirtbags. There is so little that's, honor.
2: Right. That's why there's no confidence in the system. <clears throat> Because the system, and and this is why you have a Donald Trump and a <clears throat> Bernie Sanders that caught the attention of the public, right. because there's absolutely no trust in the system. They have destroyed and tampered with the criminal justice system. They essentially said, if you're in the president's club, former first lady, or connected with a powerful and rich, that you're excluded from the law. General Petraeus, oh. who was a respected general. Yep. Got a hefty fine and was put in jail almost for something like this, which it was not even close to the amount of classified information that she had. He gave her information in a book story to a journalist, you know, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was classified, but it wasn't as, you know, our top, top secret. He just gave her a little bone to chew on. And he almost was in prison for years and had to pay a hefty fine. They want to take his medals away
1: there 's another yeah. there 's another failure here too that is as big as any of this stuff, and it 's to your point, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have the potential for criminal actions here, which I think this rises to that occasion. <coughs> let's throw that out fine. Mm-hmm. Then you have the failure of office mm-hmm. you are un- i mean the whole point of, of secret communiques at that level with Secretary of, of State. Remember, that is a spokesperson for the president when negotiating, when being diplomatic with other world Mm -hmm. leaders. That is their, Mm -hmm. they speak for the president. This is classified information. The reason it's classified always, for one reason, national security. Mm -hmm. So, number one, possible criminal activity. Number two, at Mm -hmm. least a failure of office which put America and Americans in danger. Throw all of that out for a moment and think of the other failure here and that is the perception of impropriety. Mm -hmm. This is not me bagging on Hillary Clinton or hating President Obama. This is serious questions of failures that we've laid out here. And we want
2: to promote one of them.
1: Right, right. But the point being, you cannot have this level of appearance of impropriety Mm -hmm. and not have a failure. Americans now more than ever need leadership they can count on. And when a whole lot of us Not just one simple question or we're hating on somebody, but this many failures with this many questions that go unanswered shows that they have not avoided the appearance of impropriety. Mm -hmm. They have they have led people astray, even if they've done nothing wrong. Yes, there will always be some haters, always be some people claiming something, you know, nefarious or something wrong. I get that above and beyond all of that. We have countless questions. I could probably write down a list of 50 questions in the next Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. We've laid out a bunch here. Or objections or problems that conflict with what they've claimed is the truth about this stuff. So you have failed us yet another way. Mm -hmm. How are we expected to go forward with those three failures? Criminal... Activity, potentially, Mm -hmm. by the Secretary of State. Most definitely. Right. Hidden hidden secrets. Number two, a failure of office. And number three, that we all believe that our government is this far out of control. How Mm -hmm. far off are we from a civil war? Mm -hmm. I mean, the FBI director
0: called her extremely careless at this point. The the presumptive nominee, Democrat nominee for president, was just called extremely careless by the FBI. And we can't get an indictment over that. And and that was during her tenure as Secretary of State. You're right. What's going to happen if this woman becomes president? What else will she handle extremely carelessly? She wasn't even just what called is, careless. She was called extremely what is careless. That, what
1: does that mean, Lawrence? Think about this, right? Okay, there's is careless good by the way. No. Okay. No. Careless, and I hate to break these down, but <laughs> words are important here. Careless, mm-hmm. the seriousness of the word careless is the circumstance. Mm-hmm. I can be careless about. Setting my little file here, and oops, it fell on the floor. Mm -hmm. I was careless about that. Oops, Mm -hmm. it fell. (laughs) Careless. Anybody get hurt? Anything serious? No. If I'm careless with the gas stove, that's a you see the same word. It's about the circumstances. So, extremely careless. What does that mean? That means to a to a criminal level almost. Mm -hmm. Of your carelessness—that is a serious
0: mm-hmm. situation. It's mm-hmm. not just oh, carelessness like with
1: the clipboard. Right, by it well by itself. Right, so you still apply the situation. Mm-hmm. If they just said she was careless with with this information, national security, millions mm-hmm. of Americans, and other millions of people that mm-hmm. depend on America around the globe, their lives in jeopardy, the mm-hmm. future, whatever. So careless would be bad just for the circumstances. But even that, it's it's modifying careless, saying she was really careless. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the extreme is not is not to. Talk about the situation of what was at stake. It's how careless she was. This is,
2: this is the same Hillary Clinton <clears throat> that when parents... Uh, in numerous amount of cases when they were trying to push their gun control agenda, when they were careless with guns and their kids end up shooting themselves and they said the parents acted careless and they should be put behind bars. So I'm just confused to who is criminal when they're careless and who is not criminal when they're careless, you know, because when it applies to her, if it's careless, then it's just okay.
1: Right. You know, right. When you're talking secretary of state being careless um, with. Mm-hmm. Private documents—that's about as serious as it gets. I mean, that's pretty out. I mean, look at Benghazi, right? I mean, no,
2: we can't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I know we can't talk you know. about that.
1: But the extremely, I guess, Skip is is saying how careless she was, not about the seriousness of the situation. Even that by itself automatically comes with the mm-hmm.
0: job. Yeah, no, I think so. It, it, it's it's just disturbing, <laughs> I think, though. And if that if she was extremely careless in her handling of top secret confidential information. Uh, let, let, how let's are ch- we going to believe that all of a sudden she's going to take great care with the information she has You're as right. president?
1: But let's change the word from extremely to incredibly. She was incredibly careless. <laughs> you know, amazingly careless. She took being careless to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you're talking about, folks. That's your America today. Okay, we got to get a break in here. We'll probably get some calls coming up. 888 727 B E C K, 888 727 Beck. You can also tweet at us. It's at Doc Thompson Show, at Skip Lacombe, and at Lawrence B. Jones 3. Look at you. You got it. Downward. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, folks. I don't get it. So much craziness going on today. We do want to get some of your calls, uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK, if you want to comment on the Hillary thing. Y- you probably just want to vent a little bit, and we're willing to vent with you. Uh, thanks for listening to us vent. Uh, coming up in just a bit, we're going to talk about some of the possible picks Donald Trump has for VP. BP- he spent the weekend meeting with some of them. We'll get to it. But we have some calls. First of all, who do we have up, Skipper?
0: Uh, let's go to uh, Ed in Pennsylvania. You're on uh, the Pat and Show. What's up, Ed?
3: Hey, how you doing, Doc? How you doing? Listen, uh, Mr. Coleman said a couple of things there a minute ago. Uh, Just a couple of things that I I had heard him say, something about gross incompetence and extreme negligence. (laughs) And based on those couple of things I heard, uh, that does violate the law. There is a law and there's a statute that she should be punishable up to 10 years and fined. Right. And I like to know where, when we come from a country of laws and, and... all this, you know, Constitution and everything. How is it that the Clintons, and i am following them for many years, I'm in my 50s. Mm-hmm. These people have been getting away with everything under the sun. If anybody, you don't have to be an educated man to see what's been going on the last two weeks. This lady is above and beyond the law, and it's unfair, and it's a spit in the eye of justice system. I want to know what you think about the, the extreme, gross, negligence <laughs> comment from him, and that he ain't even going to forward any uh, to, to attorney general that she should be indicted or, or brought up on any kind of charges.
1: You know, Ed, I had not seen those yet. Um, I hadn't seen the full interview or press conference uh, with the FBI director. Uh, but I'll take you at your word. Yeah, if, if that's the case, you're right. He's admitting a failure. Now, maybe he's simply saying that they can't get a prosecution, which is part of the game law enforcement has, right, mm-hmm. Lawrence? I mean, you have well, to make sure you can get a prosecution. Yeah,
2: y- I, I think my my only concern when he said that was, you know, Ed, and I, I, I think you're right on this, you're onto something. Comey said that there hasn't been any cases before that he can go to and say,
1: um... Well, case law doesn't matter right, if you have right, the law in right. place. Right, so he was right. like, you know, he was trying to find
2: <clears throat> something that had been prosecuted before. Right. You know, number one, Petraeus, you can argue that it was like this, uh, but also on the other flip side... Nobody has done anything as crazy as this. So if you're looking for somebody that has completely used their personal email but while transferring intelligence back and forth, you're not going to find somebody doing that. Now, Petraeus <laughs> did give journalists a, a bone to talk about some of the war stories and all that stuff mm-hmm. that was classified, but it wasn't as near as extreme as Hillary Clinton. So I don't think case law even applies. What does the law
1: say?
3: And yeah, and there is one other thing I wanted to say. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, what's, what, what is being lacked out here is nobody's even discussing what had happened with his, his uh, what do they call that thing, where he's collecting money for people, donations and all that stuff. Oh, that his thing, foundation, the Clinton, the Clinton Foundation. foundation. That's it. He's getting away with that. Nobody even brought up. That's a whole other thing going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. He brought this up probably to soften the ball, because I bet you anyway, you know, the club's for years, just based on what you hear, you don't have to be accurate in a lot of things. They've been shrewd from time and time again from day one. And mm-hmm. I can make that statement based on a lot of things I've seen in the past with Hillary and Bill Clinton, you know How they, when they were in the White House and all that stuff. But the bigger picture yeah. that didn't even you didn't hear it, an inkling of nothing based on what they said today was about the foundation, all the corruption and stuff that could be alleged in those emails. You didn't hear nothing about that today either.
2: Even the Benghazi thing, as far as Hillary Clinton intentionally giving her daughter the information of what happened in Benghazi. Right. that ain't, You mean to tell me that he, she didn't intentionally give that to her daughter? We're not even telling the families, not even mm-hmm. telling the media, not even telling... uh Congressman and Senators, what actually happened? But she sent her daughter an email telling her what happened in Benghazi. That wasn't intentional.
1: Ed, thanks so much for the call. I really appreciate you checking in. 888-727-BECK if you want to comment on Hillary and what's going on here. Um, The the thing is, when it comes to um, how that is structured and the whole thing with, with her campaign, and you look at all these other failures, Throw out Bill Clinton's past. Mm-hmm. I know she's a part of all of this stuff and all right, the right. scandals all the way, black, uh, uh, Blackwater and all of these things, Arkansas. Throw all of that out and just look at Hillary's campaign by herself, s- by herself mm-hmm. it, starting as recent as 2008 when she was challenging for the nomination and lost to, to President Obama. Just look at what's happened since then or from that campaign on. You have the Clinton Foundation stuff, all of that, that by itself... Where is the investigation? I mean, there is so many failures there from, that, you know, picking one of Chelsea's friends to run the thing, you know, the, the fact that almost all of the money went to just their travel expenses. Foreign
2: their, money from foreign countries. Foreign co-
1: right, exactly. All of this. Some of this. <laughs> While we're in <clears throat> negotiations right, with them. All of that. And what do all of these have in common? These all have in common Hillary Clinton trying to get elected president. mm mm-hmm. There's a common thread that runs through all of them. Well, it also has a
0: common thread of a lack of judgment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Her judgment well, is extremely right. lacking, and all of the
0: scandals going back, even to back to this one uh, here, is extremely um, um, uh, careless. Careless, like, yeah. With their emails, too. Uh, it's a poor poor, judge, poor judgment um, and carelessness. It's all about self. All about trying to advance and she, advance her own
2: education and, and career. She's really dumb. Okay, <laughs> that to go too? on national TV and say I had no clue that if I use my personal server or my personal email that this could get in the hands of terrorists. You mean You're with the dumb?
1: A, you mean with the cloth? <laughs> You had this wipe it a queen right, with a cloud. Right. I, just, I, had, really, I had no clue. Well, and, and even her
0: narrative, too, that that was a, a simpler thing. It was just easier this way, too. How is it easier to have a company install a server in your house and have to do all the tech stuff And yourself, then have them destroy. Versus going it. to your assistant being like, hey, go to the IT guy and get me a new phone or whatever.
1: How she, is that more simple? Listen, Hillary has learned how politics works, and that's the reason she wanted the server in there mm-hmm. for control, to control the narrative. Mm-hmm. So her nefarious things, whether illegal or just immoral or improper, mm-hmm. uh, should not have gotten, uh, and would they not get, get away with it again. Exactly. That's, again. that's the whole plan. Again. That. I want to touch on one other thing Ed said, too, and he's like that. What about rule of law and, and all of this stuff? Folks, I'm sorry to say <laughs> we, have, we have moved beyond that. This, this is not important now. It is to us. One of the you can, you can sum all this stuff up the daily battles we have with some of this stuff, these political issues that come up and then the politics and then Hillary Clinton getting elected and Donald Trump. All of this, you can you can kind of sum up that rule of law and constitution do not matter. That's mm-hmm. the reason so many people try to make that case. Mm-hmm. You got these judges out there or prof, uh, professors going, oh, the Constitution's outdated, all of this stuff. It's all done. That, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter to most of them. They don't believe in the foundation. They're willing to throw out law. It's all based on a given moment. What's happening now? Well, I don't feel like doing it. I want to get it justified. They can justify it all away. There's no rule of law. There's no consistency, and there's no standard. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters to them is self, because progressivism is based on selfishness. Okay. And number two, the greater sins that are out there. There are only a handful of really big sins out there right now. And they all have to do with personality or uh, uh, politics. It has the racism, Mm -hmm. genderism, all of this stuff, Mm -hmm. sexism. Mm -hmm. That's it. Those are the only things you can throw out there that people care about.
2: But the crazy part about that, Doc, is as it relates to Hillary Clinton and the rest of the progressive that go into black communities and go to urban communities when there is a shooting (coughs) or something like that. They go on national TV and they tell the press, hey, I'm advocating for a criminal justice that is fair, all right, that some people just wow. don't benefit from the, the system, that your money and who you're connected with shouldn't matter. And yet? But yet, that's exactly that what what's happening. Doing. Wow, because what, what other case do you know where the chief investigator, the FBI director goes in and says, this is what you did. This is all the evidence of what you did. But you know what? We just can't find a prosecutor that would take
1: the case. And, I, and I'm the racist, by the way. Right. I'm the racist, right? right? That's what right. right. it And, and right. that's how they've learned right. how you attack your enemies, and you're the racist. Right. Hey, the, the the temptation said it. Vote for me, and I'll set you free. That's what right. They all say, <laughs> right. more taxes will solve everything, and the band played on. That's where we're at now. Mm-hmm. The ship is sinking, and the band's playing on. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to get a break in, come back in touch, and i got to st- <laughs> Speaking of racism, of course, I've got a story I have to share with you as well. Something... <laughs> Last night, Doc Thompson, the racist, at the hotel. I always knew it. That's
2: there, was, to an him. That's there was an incident. There was an incident.
1: I'm going to share it with you next. Coming up on patents too. Okay, I don't know incident's the right word, but...
0: Oh, incident's this. probably the right word.
1: I, I would think that others may call it as an incident, but okay. And Lawrence, you brought up race. Uh, Skip and I are broadcasting Mercury Studios in Dallas today. Normally, we live in Arkansas, so when we come down here, we get put up in a hotel. And uh, we got in yesterday afternoon and uh, got all checked in the hotel. I got some, uh, some chicken to eat later on in the hotel. So oh, you're so racist. I get the whole... No, not the chicken. Group, so not, not the chicken. But it, was, it, was, it was baked chicken. It
0: wasn't fried the chicken. It was, it was yeah. baked chicken, so okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm coming. Okay.
1: Okay. So I get it set in and I told Skip, I said, I'm going to go running and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to get cleaned up and then I'm going to eat this chicken <clears throat> and I'm going to do some prep for tomorrow's program. Skip said, all right. <clears throat> We went about our way. So I start running, and it's like 94 degrees and like 80% humidity. It was a horrible run yesterday. I ran like three and a half miles, and the sweat's pouring down on me, and my skin's all red glowing. And I'm running back towards the hotel, and I keep thinking to myself, I'm going to jump in that pool when I get there. I'm going to jump in that swimming pool, right? Get cooled off, right? Cleaned <laughs> off a little bit. And I'm uh, I wandering into the pool area, and I sit down, and... <clears throat> There's uh, one big white lady underneath an umbrella, all by herself, just reading, doing her own thing. And there was a black couple, and what I assume is their son, and he's swimming in the pool, right? And I sit down near the pool, little bench, and I'm like, oh man, am I hot. Wow, this is horrible. I'm so tired. And I sit there for a couple minutes. I got a little towel, because I was going to go in the pool. I was like, I am... I am just too tired to even get in the pool. I don't even know if I can make it up to my room. I'm so tired. And I make the decision I'm not going in the pool. And I stand up and I start walking away. And I see the black couple. Give me the <laughs> look. Oh jeez. <clears throat> and I started thinking, they, what do they, they think? I didn't Kim? want to get in the pool with the, with the black kid, right? <laughs> right, right. Oh and man. And I know that was going, going through their head. And I'm like, oh, Christ, I gotta I, get in the pool. <laughs> Right. So that's what I'm thinking. And I'm like, I'm so, I can't, I can't even get in the pool. You guys have no idea how exhausted I am. I couldn't even catch my breath fully. And I see her. And as I'm walking to him, I'm like, Oh, hey, what's going on? And I was like, I am just too tired to get in the pool, you know. And I'm trying to explain it to him, which was legit. And she laughed it off and was like, Oh, whatever. So as I'm walking away, I hear the kid go something to his mom. Because he swam down toward her then. And he's like, Oh, hey, why did he get in the pool or whatever? And she said, Oh, he was too tired or something. And I was like, Right now they're saying, Uh huh. But when they get back to their they're room. They're saying, Uh huh, <laughs> aren't they, right? Right, Lord? They're like, hmm. Mm hmm. Didn't want in the pool with the so, black kid. No, no, I get this it.
2: Is, this is what mm-hmm. they're going to tell Son, some things just never change. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> some things right.
1: just don't. And I. That's what he says. It, you're not helping out us white people, dog. Like, you're I not know. helping us out at all. Completely Jeez. innocent. But I, they crossed my but mind you, as I'm walking in. I'm like, I want if That's, that's so what they were saying. That's so
2: interesting. That's so interesting because <clears throat> I can just imagine, if we're not having this conversation, right. what people actually really think. You know? I, because there's been times where I've been with friends and I, we've had that conversation before. Right. Oh, they got it.
1: And you just don't know. No. They could have been tired. Oh, trust me. Know? I wanted in the pool. I was hot in that, but right. I'm like, I just cannot even play around because then I'm like, I would be dripping and I have to go to the room. And I'm like, I just want to get to the room now. That was it. And, uh, but you don't know. So number one, <clears throat> they could be going, mm-hmm, right? No, I'm telling and you. They're they, going. Right, they're going and, right. And I understand that. Like you said, it looked kind of enough that I was walking away going, uh-oh, I wonder if this looks bad. So then that's the... And then you say that you're tired, you're too tired to get in the pool. <laughs>
2: right, exactly. And Ooh, if you would see me, this is after you, you went to the pool. to the pool. Right. And it's, uh, oh, I'm
1: just too tired. I'm you
0: weren't too tired <laughs> to
2: walk to the pool, open up, sit down, and say, like, you know what, now that I'm at the pool,
0: I'm a little too tired. Now, I think
1: maybe they'll give me a little bit of the benefit of the doubt in that, I mean, my face was glowing red, like beet red. <laughs> And, and I was just running. You could tell All I right. was doing something or whatever. And I was sitting there a couple minutes with the tall on my face like this. Because it was so you didn't rough. Get no help. But no help, but, no and help. So they don't know that I walked away going, ah, oh, crap. I hope they don't think this stuff. And then if they didn't think it, and the right. whole thing was nothing to see here. Right.
2: We're still all dealing right. with this crap for no reason. Why do we have to do this? I know. This it's point? so
1: stupid. But it did cross my mind. I was like, and I crossed their mind. I guarantee. You. Right. And as I, again, I walked up and I was probably about 10 feet from the couple because they were at one end. And I kind of sat mm-hmm. down the only shaded spot down there. I wasn't avoiding them. It was the only shaded spot because they had an umbrella and the only natural shade aside from the umbrellas. 'Cause it was just them and that other lady mm-hmm. was from the building at this other end. And the kid was down there swimming toward that end. So as I'm walking towards him about ten feet and I'm like, Uh oh. Wait a minute. And I was like, Oh hey, I'm too hey, tired. Guys, And I was she was being tired. nice. She was like, Oh yeah. I was like, I just ran. I did. I just ran like three and a half miles, you know. I'm surprised so, you didn't offer him any of your chicken, jeez. I know, seriously. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Hey, I, I feel really bad about this. I'll bring you some chicken. Oh, you, you know. Pro-
2: you probably made it worse by explaining. I that. know,
1: I know. And it just hit me right <laughs> off. But it's crazy we have to deal with this stuff now, you know? But yeah, it crossed my mind. I thought Hey, guys,
2: it. I just been running. <laughs> I can't so- get in the pool with your son. By the way, I got chicken in my room. You, you want to stop, stop by. by? No, no, I'm not racist. I'm just tired. Right, I'm just, just tired. By down. the way, it's baked chicken, not, <laughs> not fried. fried chicken, so, so I don't it's know if good. you're going to like the... That's one of those just stop
1: talking, <laughs> yeah, right? Just,
2: <clears throat> just stop.
1: <laughs> I wonder, would it have been better if I just left? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know.
2: I mean, they still would have talked about Jensen. <laughs> Either say, way, hey, so I'm
1: covered, you know, yeah. Yeah, that crazy white man didn't so, want to get in. So now I started thinking if I see him out there tonight, you know, I got to... got to dive in. I'm thinking I got to dive in mm-hmm. and, you know, engage him in some discourse here. See, but you then you going to
0: go over the top the other way. I know, way, then, then I'm going to be accommodating <laughs> the
1: other way. <laughs> I'm really not racist. That's going to be bad. That's, you <laughs> know...
0: questions about, like, R&B and, like, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs>
1: yeah exactly love the peaches and herb back in the day love it (laughs) how about that they were that was a really obscure one, wasn't it?
2: Hey, you look familiar. You look like a black girl that <laughs> I, I used to date. To know. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, he
1: can't be racist so he dated. girl. Yeah, exactly. But he said we look alike, so then that's a problem <laughs> right. for me, right? That's, hey, hey, so
2: I'm rolling up on my <laughs> wife. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Then I, then Making I an
0: effort to show his wife, no, I'm in an interracial relationship. <laughs> right. That's my other
1: justification. <laughs>
2: right. Here's my niece. She's black. Then you got the kid said, I thought he was racist. Right.
1: <laughs> that's what the kid was, yeah. So, anyway. Oh, I think they were times. teaching the kid to swim, though. <laughs> you joke. See, that's what I... You joke, up. but I cannot Yeah, you swim. don't
2: swim, do you? <clears throat> no black person is this building
1: can swim. In this pool, is like four? Yeah. Okay, there's like two. We got to meet our quota. Okay, is that what it is? Gotta <laughs> I think we're two,
2: actually. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. I think that's changing, though, a lot, though. Back I mean,
2: my day. my parents and all my, my brothers and sisters can swim. I just can't swim. Okay, but uh, a lot of my uh, friends can't be.
1: swim. I think that was a, more of an older thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but Why now, is that though, um, I don't know if if mean, blacks didn't feel me. accepted in pools and swimming or they areas. Said that in some
2: communities, they didn't have a pool. Like my they, community, well, right. I'm a lot younger, but we
1: had a pool. Right. In some cases, blacks were wanting to stay out of the sun, so they mm-hmm. were lighter. Yep. You had all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, scared of the water. Yeah. Um,
2: from right. and
1: things yeah,
2: like that. True, yeah, that's yeah, true. There's different theories. About that makes sense. Now you have these. I know um, that younger people can swim.
1: The integrated mm-hmm. uh, swim classes and that that are, you know, more and more pools and communities. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to mm-hmm. see more kids take lessons and that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, whatever.
2: my brother and sister had lessons. I just was
1: playing basketball. So I didn't. You, know. uh, you want, Skip, and I'll teach you to swim. Uh I don't want y'all to drown me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll teach you. I, I, mean, teach I mean, we won't actually man. get into the
2: pool with you.
1: Yeah, uh, right. We'll teach you. Because I'll be too right. tired for that. I'll be way too tired for that.
0: No, I'll kick just, your leg. Hold
1: we'll on, I can't kick. get into the pool with you. We'll just kick you in and say, <laughs> splash him out there or whatever. I'm too tired. Uh, oh, all right. Man, Donald do Trump's time. VP picks. We'll get to those coming up on the Pat and Stew program. It's all coming up next. Man. Over the weekend, Donald Trump apparently was betting potential running mates. I'm trying to think: when do the running mates usually come out? They usually make the announcement before the, the
2: before the convention, right? But he said he's going to make his at the, convention.
1: at the convention, which is a little bit different on other benefits. Him Everything or not.
2: about him is different. So. Yeah, I
1: guess that makes sense. Uh, but uh, betting the candidates, and I still think it's Chris Christie's to lose. I don't know why it wouldn't be. He's going to do something. He's part of the transition team. That's already been announced. He's going to have a place in the you know the administration. Who else are you going to get that would help Donald Trump? The only the only thing that he could do that would help him, in my opinion, and I don't even know how much that is, is to go true conservative pick.
2: Yeah, I don't see that happening.
1: Right. If he had the and uh, there's no way Ted Cruz, but somebody like that could help him theoretically with some people like me Mm -hmm. that don't like Donald Trump so much because of Mm -hmm. his past, his voting record or things he supported anyways. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't have that. Everything else is just whatever. So you might as well pick somebody that's gonna be a bobo for him. I think it's Chris Christie. But he's betting people. I think he's gonna pick Newt. You think Newt Gingrich? I think <laughs> Newt
2: I think he wants the appearance that he's picking somebody that will challenge him. You know, because there's been this notion that hmm. everybody that's supporting Trump, you know. Is, they're all pads. They're all pads. Well, Newt has challenged him, I will admit. Newt true. Has, but I don't think he's the right pick. But.
1: Although, some, see, I'm thinking me, there, there's actually three factions right now. You have the Donald Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. You have the people like me that are the true conservative libertarians believe in freedom. But then you have the the party establishment, right, regardless whether they're progressive or more conservative, whatever. Newt Gingrich does help bring in those party mm-hmm. Leaders, oh, that, it definitely, does. right. That would he's help. Well connected, right? Because that's who he is.
2: And he's looking for somebody with <clears throat> political experience. He said, "You know, so some
1: of those names on the list, Newt, would help him in Congress theoretically, mm-hmm. so he could mm-hmm. make that argument. You know, get yeah. legislation passed or whatever." Some of the other names: uh, Mike Pence from Indiana. He's been thrown out there. Tom Cotton, the senator from Arkansas, that has been loser. thrown out there. Yeah, yeah uh, Joni <laughs> Ernst sorry, from Iowa, <laughs> that's been thrown out. Did he actually vet Joni Ernst? Was that was she on the vetting list? I think he just I mean, just was, just, I I believe she on, was the list. on the list. <clears throat> you know, I uh, I, gotta tell you, I have not followed her votes since she's been in the Senate. As far as the other ones go, at best, all I can say Thank is you. that they are. Again, at best one tier down from being truly where they should be, the Ted Cruises. You None know, of them yet.
0: are rock stars by no. any
1: means. You have the, the Ted Cruises and the Mike Lees and the Dave Bratz, these people that are solid, right? Mm-hmm. The best I could say is the Yeah, the Tom Cottons are one notch down. That's that's the best. And a lot of them, like the Chris Christie's, are way the hell down there.
2: Yeah, and I, I think Tom Cotton is a
1: little bit lower. You know. <laughs> that's the best I could say about it. <laughs> No, I mean his his I mean, defense of Donald Trump over the yeah, weekend was. I mean, it's
2: unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Some of the bills that that he's going along with is unbelievable. I, I just don't trust. Him. I think he's slimy. He's a climber too. He is a climber. You know, he's a tall climber. <laughs> is he tall?
1: Yeah, he's yeah, he's real tall. tall. Yeah, I appreciate his uh, you know his service and, and, and you know in the military, and I think he brings a lot to the table. But he does seem to be somebody who's a little more interested in Tom Cotton mm-hmm. than America. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben and, Sass has been more solid than, he, than a Tom Cotton. And he
2: also uses his service <laughs> as a cover. I hate people that do that.
1: That it's always out there? Yes. That instead yes, of just like yes. I, I did, respect
2: our vets. I support mm-hmm. our vets. I donate to our vets. I raise money for our vets. But... I hate people that constantly throw out their service, that you can't criticize them because their service or, you know, mm-hmm. that they know this much out of because they their service. It's like a shield. You know,
1: no, you're right. In fact, I've been called out at times because I was critical uh, for years over uh, uh, Daniel Inouye uh, from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah, the name yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Inouye, who was the recipient of the Congressional Medal of Honor. I mean, the guy's World War II efforts, huge. right. Um, and I can take none of that away from him. Nothing but honor and respect. Mm-hmm. However, that does not automatically give you a pass right. to do wrong things in the future. Right. I will respect your service. Right. But that doesn't give you. So if you, if you thing serve Jim, right. and then you become a mass murderer, I go, oh, well, he served. Right. So good. Kill people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, yeah. You become a serial killer or something. Same
2: thing with John McCain. <clears throat> Great job, dude. But you suck at (laughs) voting. Right. No, you're
1: you're doing wrong. And and your service doesn't justify all the bad that you've done for America since then. And I'm not talking about just a difference of opinion on a couple bills. I'm talking about people that just continue to ramp up the spending, lining their own pockets Mm -hmm. and furthering their own cause as opposed to America's. If you were in the service for America, how come you're not in the service for America in the House and Senate as well? Doc and Skip, Lawrence B. Jones in for Pat and today. It's Doc and Skip, regularly heard on the Blaze Radio Network, weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. If you want to find out more information about us, check out any of our podcasts. You can do so absolutely free, on demand. Just go to theblaze.com slash doc. That's theblaze.com slash doc. We've been trying to um, spearhead a movement to raise money for the people of West Virginia as part of Mercury One's efforts to, to help the people that have been hit by the floods down there over the last week or so. We're trying to raise $100,000. We're about a third of the way to the goal. If you could, please donate to Mercury One. Just go to mercuryone.org. That's mercuryone.org. The pictures coming out of West Virginia are, are stunning. I mean, whole homes and cars and, and lives, all possessions, just washed down rivers. And m- many people dead. It's, it's about as bad as you could imagine. You've taken an area that's, automatic, that's already economically less than a good portion of America. These people have less, less opportunities. Then you've heaped upon them all of this loss, home stuff, things that are going to cost them more money, and then economically impacted the area because those businesses are not going to be making money, laying people off, less jobs, less hours at their jobs. It is just the perfect storm of bad for people in West Virginia. If you would, even a couple of dollars. Your fellow Americans need your help today. Please give to mercuryone.org. And remember, 100% of your donation goes to help people. I say that because there's a lot of charities out there. 80% of your donation goes to administrative costs, so the director, the people can have nice little desks and offices. And that's not the case with Mercury One, because that's all handled by Glenn Beck and a separate fundraising effort. If you donate money today to the people of West Virginia, 100% will specifically go to help them. Rebuilding their houses, buying them shoes, food, clothing, shelter, water, it will help them. MercuryONE.org. It's horrible what's going on down there. It's only going to get worse, too. There's a new report out that talks about how dangerous, dangerously vulnerable our electric grid is. This is from the Manhattan Institute of New York. Skip and I have had the opportunity to meet a bunch of the people of the Manhattan Institute. Go on to New York. Were you, were you with me on time? I wasn't there. I was oh, there. that's right. It was another. I thought you were with me on that. You didn't go that last time. I thought you went. Yeah, I was not invited to the special dinner you were invited to. Oh, that's right. The well-connected. Right. It really, no, it's, it was a, well, it was very uh, cool. Uh, Steve Forbes was there. I had a little dinner with Steve Forbes. Mm. Yeah.
0: Big mahogany <laughs> table, from what I hear.
1: Yeah, and the, the trick is, when you meet these people, is to try to get their money mm-hmm. without making it seem like you want their right. money. Right. That's always the trick, and I'm not good at it. No, you Because I still don't have any of their money. Well, what oh, I typically
2: do it. is <clears throat> I'm like, look. The black privilege card. <laughs> you got to give me the money, because who else are you going to give it to? Either the black progressive or the black conservative? I mean, come on, come on, you know what to
1: do. The Manhattan Institute is a is a think tank and a group of people that come together, and they have um, a regular meeting once a month where they bring in people to speak. I've spoken in front of them before, and then sometimes they'll have uh, some of the speakers get together for dinner with some other people that run the Manhattan Institute. Great group of people do really good work. The new information now says... That, unfortunately, with all of this push to solar and wind power that they've done actually has negatively impacted our power grid, that it has actually made it more susceptible to failures, to attack. That's not good. Our power grid and our infrastructure in America, folks, is not good right now.
0: No, not at all. And, in fact, that is truly where the, uh, uh, a damaging attack would, would really cripple us. If somebody was to go after the energy grid, and we've talked about EMPs in the past, too, that is where, where terror is going to be heading, and that's a scary prospect.
1: It has it opened it up because of the push for solar and wind and how they integrate these ah. and future integration plans. It's made it more vulnerable. Let's say they're wrong about that. Our power grid is already, by itself, in bad shape. Here's how you know. Because we have not really kept up with the changing technology, the upgrades, replacement mm-hmm. of this stuff. Because of the regulations. Be- part of it. Regulations. And because it's so old. Mm-hmm. Compare America to some cities, some countries that are older. Go over to Rome. Mm-hmm. See what their sewers are like. Right. It's just Band-Aid, Band-Aid, Band-Aid. Every um, winter time in Cleveland, in Buffalo, oh, yeah. in Detroit, New York... Eastern parts of the U.S, you will see major sewer lines, or uh, the um, water lines rupture. Mm-hmm. Why? Because some of them still are wooden. They're still wooden from back in the day. That's how old these things are. But nobody wants to put money into building something that's currently working. I mean, yeah, I'm getting water. Should I turn on the tap. Great. It's only when it breaks.
2: Right, and then there's a outrage when it Right, <clears throat>
1: and then how come I don't have it, and then everybody, and then they go crazy, and then they rush to do it instead of planning it slow and building in the future.
0: Well, look no, what happened in Flint, Michigan, too, with I the know pro- problems down there, too. a that, uh, very similar it. type thing. It was the infrastructure that was bad. For years. They were trying to adjust water from one area to another, and, I mean, mistakes happened. Exactly. Those old lead pipes caused massive This problems. is
1: what we are going to see. Flint, Flint is what we are going to see all across America in different utilities. You're going to see it with Power with communication, with gas lines, with water lines, with all of this stuff. Electrical, it's all coming because we haven't kept up with it. Newer cities, and Skip, I, I first met Skip when I moved to Albuquerque years ago, and I noticed something, and I had a revelation about how this works. Albuquerque, the, the area in Rio Rancho, is kind of growing like this. They, they grow out. That's mm-hmm. you know how cities do. Well, because it was a smaller city and is, had significant growth in the last few years, last mm-hmm. decade or so, Unlike East, they had big growth 100 years ago, 200 years ago. Now when they grow out, they can actually do better zoning. You've got newer water pipes, all of this stuff. Back East, they're still growing out in different areas, but they're not keeping up with the the stuff that's in the city. It's going to continue to break down. Where does that leave us? Very vulnerable. Not even to an outside attack. That's a problem. I think it was... Two summers ago, Skip and I were living in Dayton, Ohio. And for, I want to say, four or six hours when the EBT cards went down. Oh, yeah. I think it was six hours in six states or a couple hours. And I want to say six states where people could no longer use their EBT card. EBT card, if you're not familiar with it, is welfare benefits. Mm-hmm. It's food stamps Food stamps. That they now put on like a credit card. It keeps track of how many you have. You don't have to tear them out of the book like you used to. And they couldn't use them for about... I don't know, a handful of hours mm-hmm. in just six states. And people melted the hell down. I mean, they, they started looting. They had people walking out of stores with big full of grocery carts, worried that they weren't mm-hmm. going to be able to use them. And the managers were afraid of riots, so they just, just let them take it, whatever. And people on Twitter and Facebook going crazy. How dare you? My benefits. Mm-hmm. In just a couple of hours. Wow. Now, imagine the power grid goes down like that nationwide for <clears throat> Eight hours, ten hours, a day, a week. Imagine gas, water at that level. Anything significant where you can't not only use your, your EBT mm-hmm. card, you can't use anything else. What are mm-hmm. people going to do? Mm-hmm. It's, lose it's, their mind. <clears throat> You're using the same
0: thing just to add to a, to a greater scale.
2: People and, will lose their minds. And whether you're talking about Al-Qaeda or ISIS, that's part of their job. People sure. think uh, terrorist attacks are always, you know, destroying and killing people. It's also part mm-hmm. of their plan is disrupting the economy and disrupt... Sure disrupting people's lifestyle mm-hmm. and so if you can do that that's almost as much as damage as killing people It's to disrupt cause looting uh, to make people uh, just start you know going in and taking other people's stuff right Th- those businesses are going to suffer for that so that's a plan of theirs i think it's an effective plan if we don't you know plan ahead for it i are going to be lost
1: it's different if you're in one area i remember what was it 2006 or so When the power went out for a huge portion of the East Coast and Great Lakes region, I don't know if if you're, I think that was the year. It was the summertime, it was August. Uh, I was living in Cleveland at the time, and our power was out for four or five days. It's even different when it's regionally like that, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't seem as extreme. Oh, it's just the power's out, I can... Mm -hmm. I can hang in there for a little bit it's coming I can get food elsewhere it's coming in but imagine if it happened on a grand scale nationwide like that for any you know significant amount of time i've seen different studies done that say the the magic number is 72 hours until the complete breakdown of society where people start like <coughs> killing murdering in the street but I think to, it's
0: faster now. Actually. <clears throat> I think that 72 hours number was probably an older, tight number that with technology that we have now it's, that's nowadays, what say, it's yeah. probably even faster.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, Skip, because we're more demanding. I mean, back in the day, you used to go, Sarah, get me Mount Pilot. You know what I mean? You'd have to get <laughs> on your phone and do that. And then we had to dial it up. And, and now it's like I want to be able to send you know movies to a buddy with a – it's in New York now. I just sent mm-hmm. him that movie. And, and that's what we're used to, so it's probably sped up. Traditionally, it was 24 hours. Where, um, you know, during that 24 hours, first few hours, people, what's going on? They start realizing there starts being a run on food and supplies. Mm-hmm. And in somewhere 24 to 48 hours, that's all done. There's nothing left. Then they start looking in the street or whatever and realizing, OK, this is going to be long term. And within 72 hours, that's the complete breakdown of society. I think that is on a grand scale where people really believe nothing is going to change. Oh, my gosh complete breakdown of electricity we're not going to have it for any time soon it was an attack on the country we're going to have no food if they really believe that i think it's 24 to 48 hours and and you're killing in the street for it that's what that's what i think is coming and i I don't say this to scare you but this is legitimate we have not kept up with our with our infrastructure i mean bridges and tunnels and that that's all one thing you know i mean we got to keep up with that but power grid gas lines water mains and this stuff now here's what should have happened over the years responsible politicians at the federal level state level and local level should have been planning for such things and what they should be doing is living within their means and actually coming in under budgets and we should be able to trust them enough where they would say guys here's the thing um, you know we keep taxes low everything's good everybody's making a lot of money companies booming along here we need to replace infrastructure so we're going to have this tax which will be limited and we're going to raise money so we can go ahead and rebuild this thing up or whatever. Or, we've taken that little bit and we've put it away so we can keep up with the infrastructure, constantly keeping up with it like this. Mm-hmm. That's what should have happened. But that's not what's happened. They don't build things underground because they can't get reelected on it. I've used this scenario before. A buddy of mine um, that I got to know over the years, Tim Hagen, he used to be a county commissioner for Cuyahoga County, which is where Cleveland is located. And he ran for governor, lost to Bob Taft, I want to say 2004, maybe. At any rate, nice guy. We disagree quite a bit politically and with ideas and values, but he's a nice guy. He's married to Kate Mulgrew, the actress from um, Voyager, the Star Trek Voyager. She was the captain Janeway, I think. Anyways, he told me the story that when he was young, he worked for Republican governor um, Jim Rhodes at Mm -hmm. the time in Ohio. This is back during the 70s. And Jim said, Tim, my boy, you want to get reelected in politics? I'll tell you what you got to do. And according to him, this is what Governor Rhodes told him. That as a politician, you must build things above ground. Let that sink in a minute. You must build things above ground. That you then can say, reelect me. Look at what I did, right? That's baloney. I built this stadium, right? We built this park. Look at what I did. So send me back there. People expect their water to come out of the faucet when they turn it on. They expect the electricity to make the TV work when they plug it in. We expect this. So they're not going to replace anything and say, hey, guys, you know this is falling behind. We've got to keep this up. No, no. I built this big, unnecessary stadium for a local sports team to play play in. I built a a business, a structure for them to do business in is what they would rather do. And people will reelect them because of that. And we're all suffering.
2: Yeah, and the government owns the water. The, all these things, these public safety things, they have complete control over. Over If I were to put the private sector over a lot of these uh, water plants and things like that, I was on a park <laughs> and recreation board, and part of our responsibility was to manage the water and the sewer line and all that type of stuff in our city, and they're just incompetent. I mean, seriously, because they don't work like the private sector. They don't work on, you know, look, if we don't do this, then we don't eat. If we don't do it the right way, then you know what? I can't feed my children. They work on the taxpayers are going to pay us regardless of what we do. No matter what the performance is, we have complete control. So we're good to go.
1: I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I was, I was getting ready to tell a little story, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and I think I'm going to name some names. Uh, but Uh-oh. it has to do with what Lawrence is talking about. Part of the problem when it comes to those boards This is, and this is a whole separate problem. Is, is peeing on fences. I got to mark my territory. I'm somebody now because I'm on this board, and I will will rule with the iron fist. I will be in control. And and it's like. (laughs) They this have, is a they, trivial
0: power too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's
1: like serving on a condo board. <laughs> I mean, you,
0: you can kind of understand if the president, comments,
1: uh, <laughs> right? I don't like it. Uh, but but understand
0: superiority because I mean he is <laughs> the leader of the free world, the president. But yeah, if you're on some county board or parks and recreation type thing, I mean, no point.
1: And that goes back to the whole progressive thing. It's about me. I yeah. feel bad about myself. I need power. Um, <laughs> My we got to build it above ground because I need the credit. That's it. That is and BS. Go, go, to it your makes lo- sense go to your it local, does make sense. Go to your local airport. Go to your stadium. Go to whatever it is, your your hall that was built, whatever it is, your concert halls, whatever. And look at the cornerstone. Look at the placard on the side of the building. And what does it say? It has the names. It of has all the, the name of the county commissioners, exactly right. of the mayor, of the, the council people. The architect. The, right. The, it the has planner. all those people, so they can put it in there. You're exactly right. Every one of them. I notice it all the time when I. Not to mention that the airports are often named after these and you people. You know
2: what? Honestly, LaGuardia? they fight That's what it's over named that, after, that stuff. little f- Laguardia. They fight over who name gets. <clears throat> me. I would never forget. I went to a city council me- member, and one of the city council members' term was up, and the new person was elected. And, mm. and the other one was like, "Hey, I voted on this, so my name should be on here." Yep. Versus this other person mm-hmm. who's coming in. They didn't even vote on this, or you know, it's it's a and, the,
1: big and the funny league. thing is. What the hell did you do to build the airport? You out there hammering? Were you out there laying asphalt? No, you were at the groundbreaking when you took the shovel in the ground and turned over a little bit of sand. Right, and then went back to the office and spent all of our money on this stuff without getting the biggest bang for your buck, mm-hmm. right? So, okay, so I grew up in this little town called Geneva on the Lake, okay? And my uh, mom still lives down there. It is a resort town. Picture me making the little air quotes with Gosh. my fingers. It's like uh, kind of a Myrtle Beach type of thing, but even, I mean, much, much smaller. Basically, it started beginning popularity in like the nineteen twenties and people from pittsburgh area or cleveland area would all drive to this area along the lake it's east of cleveland Mm -hmm. and then like kind of a northwest of pittsburgh and they would go up there and they would spend time along the lake Mm -hmm. this was an all-day trip for him back then now Two hours from Pittsburgh, an hour and a half, depending on where you live, and an hour from Cleveland, and they boom, you're there. <laughs> and, right, and they had these little cottages that they would uh, own. It was their second home. It was, in the co- it was, you know, what the upper middle class or upper class did little cottages along the lake. And because of that, the mm-hmm. little bars and restaurants popped up and little game, video game arcades, get mm-hmm. a slice of pizza, you know. That's what little putt putt course, and that's what's there. It's very small, very rundown, very economically poor. It's it's awful. horrible. It's
0: an odd town. It, it feels like it's stuck in like 1963.
1: Yeah, it? it's it's not good. Um, and I grew up there. I get it. I wish it was nicer. It's just not at this. Do point. the
2: city, the citizens, want to keep it that
1: way? Or? No, because of their own little rules. is the iron <laughs> fist. Uh, it's crazy. And the, and there's yeah, that's a whole Lawrence. I could do six shows on that. <laughs> right. But that's this little town. I grew up as a strip rat. We call a little strip, running up and down the strip and along the lake. I have been in probably every building, whether they know it or not, in that entire community. <laughs> On top of the buildings, underneath <laughs> the buildings, jumping roof to roof. I'm not kidding. We throwing just, firecrackers. Firecrackers from everywhere. I so mean, you I were one of
2: those bad little kids. <clears throat> oh, you have no yes, idea. Yes,
1: that's exactly it. <laughs> Yet there's one building I've never been in. It's called the Jenny Munger Museum. I think it's Jenny Munger Museum. I grew up there. I could tell you everything about that area. It, there's only there's only the, the, the 1,500 regular citizens that live there. And I don't know anything about this museum, yet it's been there for years. I've never been in it. I've never been on there. I've never walked on the Why lawn. Not? That's my point. We're talking about these boards mm-hmm. that run. They won't let you. No, it's, they don't know what they're doing. It's this... I don't even know what it is. I guess it was probably the first <laughs> resident in the area, but it's, it's a natural uh, historical registered place or whatever. My niece starts serving on the board. Younger lady, does a lot of good stuff. She owns a business down there. Go get her. She's really smart, has great ideas about the area. And she goes and sits on this board. And it's all these old people ruling with the iron fist and will not make any changes to the point They've gotten caught up every meeting about, like, chairs. It's filled with junk. Anybody in the area gives them old antiques from the area. Oh, this is an antique from the area. And it sits on the porch of this museum. (laughs) Loaded. Not any rhyme or reason. But you can't go in the museum. You can. It costs $4, I just found out. Huh. They made, like, $32 last year. I've never been in it, Lawrence. Meanwhile. And they're not willing to change. So she's presented all these ideas. We do this. We do this. We do this. Then we do this. They don't want to hear They can't even get, okay, she said, we got to, you can't even get through there. You can't even walk through because of all the junk. She's like, let's clear it out. We'll sell some of the junk. I I motion, we sell some of the whatever. Shot down by the old guy who runs the whatever. Ruling with the Iron Fist. Mm -hmm. Complete disaster. And still, it marches on. No success, nobody's coming into it, all because of that gridlock mm-hmm. of the bad people on the board. To your point, sitting on these boards, they're not going to get anything done.
2: Oh, I, I can't stand it. I won't serve on those boards anymore.
1: Why have I not been in there growing up there? Why weren't they targeting, coming up with an idea? Now as an, okay, as a kid, they didn't invite me in. As an adult, I'm not even basic curiosity has it's gotten me in there. It's just the
2: appearance that they're doing something, but they're really not. And there not. it
1: is. And they sit on the board. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, not to mention because. <clears throat> I'm doing something.
1: That's it. I'm important. That's well, it. And
0: I'd say, <laughs> too, from like the summer months, there's not a whole lot to do around the area, too. There's so.
1: not. You're begging for stuff to do. <laughs> so, yeah. It, but And when she told me about all their failures, there's a guy they owe money to from doing something. It's like $500 for something. They did a website. I don't know what it was. From, like, years ago, 10 years ago, painted a sign or something. And they every meeting, they're like, well, we got to do Well, and they get back to, well, there's an issue with it. And they never, and it just... No sense of urgency. Ugh. Doesn't matter. They get their little jobs. I sit on the board. That's it. All right, more about the failures of our infrastructure, specifically with our power grid and some of the dangers and the amount it's going to cost us, coming up next on the Patents 2 program. On uh, the breaches and potential problems, future breaches with our security grid. The way this has worked, it's not one, not one gigantic grid across the country. It's it's a, a, like a web of super grids mm-hmm. that all kind of tie in across the country. Now there's some downsides and upsides to that. The upside is that you could theoretically, in a more easy way, begin to upgrade. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about the entire grid being a part of it. And I'm just talking, you know, as a, as a layman, what I would believe would probably work, where you could focus on, on some of them. But likely that ends up costing you more money. Anything you're doing, too, while you're still trying to operate on is going to cost you more money. Absolutely. Um, as far as uh, future attacks and potential for attacks, I want to make sure I get this right. Cisco Systems said that 70% of electric utility security managers had suffered at least one security breach. 70%.
0: That's amazing.
1: You, do you think those numbers would change anytime soon? Yeah, go up. Yeah, that's yeah. If anything, <laughs> hey, well, you're as more go people up. are
0: being connected, more <laughs> countries are trying to actually uh,
2: cause uh, uh, terror in this manner. So, so absolutely, it's it's go up. so much more effective. Mm-hmm. I mean, just thinking like a terrorist. Okay, right. Yeah, you hit more people doing it that way. It's and. You don't necessarily have to do it by making contact. You can do it from your computer in Well, yeah, China. as opposed to strapping a bomb That's on your right. vest and blowing right. yourself up and You don't have the to worry about the logistics of going to the location.
1: Well, and, and even a little bit of damage in that, Lawrence. So let's say they, they take out one of these little grids that make up the super grids that makes up the, the entire grid. Mm-hmm. If you just take out a community or two here and there, mm-hmm. you're causing more problems. All of these things have a domino mm-hmm. effect. You know, even the small ones begin to add up. And it just seems like the other side doesn't get how this works. No. Terror, terror. In, in fact, I'm going to tell you, you uh, very few get how this whole thing works as well. You can't, and I would caution you, you can't just get a politician who goes, we're going to fix the power grid. We're <laughs> going to go and do this because I'm Trump. It'll be great. Right, right, It'll be right. huge as I fix the power grid. We're going to make Mexico pay for it. We'll make Mexico pay for it when we build a new power grid. You can't get that. Not only do you need specifics. But you cannot get a politician who goes, we're going to have to do this because then we're going to have to raise $4 trillion for it. and We're going to have to tax you and whatever. That's not it. The problem with the power grid is the same problem we have with bridges and tunnels and water. And by the way, it's the same problems we have with your kids at your school and Common Core Mm -hmm. and the Veterans Administration. It is a failure to lead with solid ideas Mm -hmm. and then implementation of those ideas. And part of leadership is selling your ideas to people. Here's what we have to do. Common goal. Get behind it. Mm-hmm. One that is effective for all of us so you're not just pissing dollars away. And then the ability to implement it. And there's it. also room
2: to say, hey, I don't know how this works. Right. There are certain professionals that have brought me proposals and they understand the logistics. I think these politicians today think like they've got to have the answer to everything. Well. Newsflash. You're not right. all knowing, you know, and so just step aside and allow generals as well as intelligence officials that actually understand cybersecurity. Right now. What did they say? We have like six people. that right. Only understand cyber. So <laughs> that's that's you for me. So right. I'd be the seventh. <laughs> right, right, I think right. I'm the yeah. sixth right. or the you're seventh. You're somewhere.
1: We're tweaking it. Tweaking a little Tweak bit. You're yeah. yeah. trying to figure that out there. No. And you know what? And Lawrence, to Donald Trump's credit. That's one thing he actually does bring to I the know, table. I know. He is, a, he is a manager, and he does and has. I mean, look at it. There's a lot of stuff the guy doesn't know. Right. I mean, I mean seriously, right. he had talked about uh, trust. I don't know what a trust is. He had talked like, <laughs> you have trust. You seriously don't know this stuff? I would expect you're in <laughs> right. finance. I right. know You know, if you don't know how to make a souffle, I get it, Donald. <laughs> right? But you <laughs> should know some business things, business things, you, things you, you should know. So, you know, I get all that. But he's a manager and has had to take... And he's a good manager. Right. As far as getting stuff done, I'll give you that. The problem is he's the deal maker that goes with it, and we know all the other stuff, so he'll sell out.
2: And there's difference when you're controlling your money and then controlling other people's money. Because with your private business, you have the final say-so.
1: Right. You you rule extreme. Well, how is he going to be... Right.
2: So how are you going to be able to work with others... And when they say, no, we don't like your idea, mm-hmm. it's not just I'm just going to do it, you know, because then you have like this president that we have right now sign executive order after executive order. Right. You know.
1: So, yeah, he, first of all, he would have to go with any of these and sell it to the American people and sell it to Congress. And look at that. Half the people already think he's racist and so on and so forth. Um, love him or hate him, think you do mm-hmm. a good job or not. Mm-hmm. It's that's not who you're mm-hmm. who you need for something like that. That's this. it. That's it. I mean, we folks, we have such a failure in something as simple by comparison to all this stuff, as the post office. Oh, God. That's a great example. I mean, this is pretty simple Mm -hmm. in today's world. Mm -hmm. We no longer need, nor should we have, the post office as we know it. They hemorrhage, what is it, $5 billion a year? Yep. And they could say, oh, it's funding the retirement. I don't want to hear any of that garbage. <laughs> oh it's still not needed. 90% or more of what you get is junk mail. Mm-hmm. They are simply a, an advertising vehicle. Mm-hmm. They go, well, what nope. about the packages? Okay, you've got UP- Well, UPS uses post office. They mm-hmm. use it because they know it's cheap. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have it, well, then your package will cost 50 bucks to mail. Maybe if that's your what package- it costs, that's what it should be charged. Right. Instead, we go into debt. Oh, it's going to cost too much, so we'll just take on greater debt. That's not a plan. It's, I mean,
0: it's, 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 it's the, I'm sorry. I was going to say, it's the same thing, too. To, uh, it, it can't cost, what is it, 49 cents now for a stamp? I don't know. It is that this? around 50, it, 50 it, it, men. It, it can't cost the same to send it from, from Dallas, Texas to New York versus <laughs> Dallas to Hawaii. So if it costs more to ship it to Hawaii, it should cost more. How about across Dallas? Hawaii?
1: You can mail it from Fort Worth to Dallas. It costs the same price to mail it from Hawaii to New right, York. Right. That's all. It's all flawed. It's broken. So they can't even fix this. Here's the solution with the post office. I've got it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's this simple. Shut it down. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Now hold on. You. So we should we should do what with it then?
1: Shut it down. You I mean, close it. we still it. have to
0: keep it operating. No, some, but we know, we were, the, no, people are gonna it. lose their
1: jobs. Okay, I have a. Pro- the, I'll give you the extended okay. version. <laughs> Shut it down slowly. There it is, folks. I added a word. It's done. I'm not suggesting for a moment you kick all those people out because that is a serious concern. And there are people that businesses rely on the post office. So you simply say, folks, as of pick a date, any date, hopefully it's not 100 years, more like five years in the future. As of 2025, Doc Thompson's nine-year plan, 2025, eight-and-a-half-year plan, The post office is no more. Over the next couple of years, the proposals will roll out about which branches we begin to shut down, which services, which people. And, by the way, you should stop hiring new people or should have already stopped hiring new people, right? And through attrition, they get older, they'll retire, whatever, and this is it. Mm -hmm. By the way, along the way, if you are somebody that's a little bit younger, there will be some members. You'll have the ability to possibly get hired in another department in the federal government. Mm -hmm. You'll get first priority, all of this stuff. And you can begin to do this. They should have already done this.
2: Oh, but the problem is is that there's more. They should be shutting down these train systems as well. They lose money every single year. There's only one line on Amtrak that makes money. You see what I'm
0: saying? That's the one the politicians use from D.C. to To New
1: York. Right. Yeah, that's that corridor or whatever. So, I mean, but this is something they could easily do, and they're not. Education in America. Think about this, folks. Fifty years ago, your kid had to sit in a classroom With a book, Mm -hmm. right? You had to learn Mm one-on-one. There's computers now. You can learn anything Mm -hmm. from anywhere. I could take a class right here on Mm -hmm. my phone. And yet, very few of these people have pushed this. No, but the teachers need their jobs. And there it is. Why do we have have an education department at the federal level? Be done with this. Mm -hmm. Stop taking people's money shut down the Department of Education, no, and simply say, everything goes online, let's build The department
2: up. has to be there to make sure that, you know, kids can go to the same bathroom and all yeah. that type of stuff, mm. you know.
1: By the way, we don't have a transgender bathroom issue if you no longer have schools like that anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of problems. And this, this is just the beginning. I'm an idiot, and I've come up with this stuff. <laughs> they could do
2: this but if doc, they were willing where to. Where do you stop? Where do you stop, you know?
1: You, know, you want me to shut down more? I'm on it. I'm ready. <laughs> Give me Don't my red marker. Off. I'll shut down all kinds Just of stuff. Just why Doc will be running for office. He will no, be because running. I'm not building stuff above <laughs> ground. It would be nice to have this stuff, but I can't ask the taxpayers for the cash. All right, we're going to get a break in back with more. It's Doc and Skip along with Lawrence B. Jones on the Patent Stew program. I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. What do you mean? It's coming. Barack Obama, oh. Donald Trump. These are cult of personality people. Mm-hmm. Who, who gets elected after them? <laughs> who, who, who runs? Is it the Kanye West? He's thrown it out there. Can you Might imagine this will. knucklehead? Might as well. Matt Damon? Might oh, as gosh. well. Right? No, I mean, Matt, Matt is very politically active. Ben Affleck is as well. Mm-hmm. Matt's always out there blah-blahing about issues. Why wouldn't he run in a few years? I mean,
2: I'm sure there's a lot of women that would just vote for him just because Of course, yeah. I mean, look well, at what we got now.
1: Right, and he's, you know, he's outspoken, good-looking guy, you know him from the movies, cult of personality, boom.
2: Done. Th- this election has has proven policy means nothing yeah, anymore.
1: Yeah, seriously. It's gone. It it means It's nothing. the cult of
2: personality. It's right. all about uh, it's it's a popularity contest mm-hmm. at this point.
1: And if you do want to pretend it's about policy, mm-hmm. you throw out these, uh, you know, these talking points, right. these these, right. uh, narrative. these political
2: party that is given to yeah. you, yeah
1: but it, but you can make these grand statements mm-hmm. too, Lawrence, like um, "I, doc Thompson, running for president, just believe all people should have food and be happy." <laughs> and by the way, puppy dogs. right? I mean, that's all you have to do is just say stuff like that. "Great, how are you going to do it? Where's the specifics? And they won't do it. I say this because Matt Damon is out there. Blasting America on guns again to the people of Australia. I could, I if Matt Damon runs, folks, I, I don't think I could take you anymore. You're of not going to vote for him. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't vote for him. It may He'd be he quit a, his job to I, campaign against it. I may do myself in at that point, Lawrence. That's the get busy bu- living or get busy dying. You but he's know? a celebrity. <clears throat> let me let me explain what he said in Australia. So he goes to Sydney. And he's promoting his uh, latest Jason Bourne movie.
0: They're still making those?
1: I actually yeah. like those. No, they're pretty good, but I mean, this guy's just milking I thought they it. had
2: a new Bourne now. Don't, is, <laughs> it is. This is a new one that's going to come out.
1: No, a new No, a new person. Person. Oh, he's character. Back. He's back
2: in this one. How, did
1: they, did they did, have a different Bourne for a while? Yeah, they one had a
2: different one. Now that he's back. Yeah, they wow. rebooted the it series so with so a well. different Bourne. The new one didn't do so well. So now the old Bourne's back. The no, the old one is back.
1: Oh, okay.
2: How did they... Never
1: mind. I don't know. He <laughs> says... Um, he said when speaking in Australia, you guys, speaking of banning guns, you guys mm-hmm. did it here in one fell swoop. I wish that could happen in my country. Skip a comb your thoughts.
0: Why? Go. <laughs> Why does he want to ban guns? I mean, his thought is it's going to reduce uh, violence. It's not. You're just going to see different types of violence. Now, now, I, I truly want to lay out to these people, too, and make, make the argument yeah. of... Now, I, I would not be in support of the government mandating every American to have a gun. I, I wouldn't support that. But let's just say that happens, Case. Every American is required to have and carry a gun with them at all times. They have to go through four hours of training uh, beforehand and annually certify with shooting. If, if we actually had an America where people were forced to carry guns like that and forced to train, do you think these types of, of situations would still happen? I mean, somebody goes into a nightclub to shoot up, and everybody in that nightclub is a trained marksman? Again, I'm not in favor of the government waving a magic wand and saying everybody has to do this. Clearly it would But change, if they though. did that, <clears throat> so yes, people say, oh, it's, it's absurd that you say more guns will make us safer. No, more guns will make us safer.
1: Hey, The, the Blaze reported, Blaze.com reported just uh, last week at least two stories of somebody attempting to pull something off and mm-hmm. somebody with a gun just, uh, stopping them, shooting them. There was one Uh, about a guy took a woman hostage at a convenience store, convenience-type store with a knife, and the guy shot him. Police are like, okay, he's uh, shot, and we're not charging you. Have a good day.
2: I got another solution. All these actors and, you know, celebrities, A-listers, whatever they call themselves, how about they just go to these countries that they love so much?
1: Okay, Lawrence, brilliant point, because here, here it is. Um, he said, uh, when speaking to the people of Australia, you did it here in one fell swoop, by which my country would do it. He said, it's such a personal issue for people that we cannot talk about it sensibly. We just can't. Um, people are so emotional that even when you make a suggestion about not selling AK-47s to people on the terror watch list, there's, that's a non-starter. Um, he said, I don't, need to, I don't know what needs to happen. Obviously, mass shootings aren't going to do it. There have been so many of them at this point, it's just not going to change anything. Okay, he said, my country, why are you fighting so hard to Mm -hmm. change this instead of go elsewhere? And I'm not being mean. There's a lot of people that go, you don't like America, get the hell out. It's not what I'm talking about. Oh,
2: I am. I'm definitely saying that. (laughs) If you (laughs) don't like it, don't give me principles from other countries. All right, If you want to debate something, debate our principles, okay? But don't tell me, because this country does it this way, that we need to do it as
1: Americans. Go assimilate to their country. See, that's what I understand. You've got something out there that you like. It's out there. Go. I'm not hanging out in America because um, I'm from here. If there was a new America that was like America, the the Constitution, and stuck to a Constitution, what it was founded on, I'm there, guys. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Because we've lost our way in America. It is right. way. My favorite example of this, too, is Will Smith was being interviewed by a French TV uh, station, too, and uh, was talking about taxes and how the rich need to pay their fair share. And so the reporter, the the interviewer, says, Well, you know, like uh, here in uh, here in France, you know, above, above whatever is 90%. He's like, Who, who, I
2: don't, who, 90%? Whoa. That's a little extreme.
0: Huh, no, not uh, sure uh, about that.
2: And and another thing, who's stopping him for donating more to the national debt? You can write Please. a check to the Treasury. If you want to write a check to pay off the debt or whatever, they'll take no, it. We'll take your money. They will. The the Federal Reserve will take your money. They don't care. I cannot stand these people because there's so much hypocrisy. They want want the American public to perceive that they want so much for them, and they're a part of it. Meanwhile, when you ask for them to put their money where their mouth is, they do nothing.
1: I'm being really serious when I say that about moving, Lawrence. I I would really, Mm -hmm. I really want to hear what... Matt Damon and and whoever, I mean, I've said, come, let Mm -hmm. me interview, explain to me why you wouldn't just move Mm -hmm. to France or some other place where these ideas already exist and are already Mm -hmm. in practice. Why are you moving America to it? Mm -hmm. And if it's to save people, well, I got to say the people of America, how come you're not worried about North Korea? They need a lot more saving before we do. So I'm 100% serious. Why would you do this? Mm -hmm. You just love being in the U.S. Mm -hmm. What do you love about America then? Right. Go buy it. Mean, don't let the door hit people you. People understand that when they say move within America. Right. I mean, uh, Matt Damon, I mean, where does he live? California or someplace yeah. else? Is he from there? Uh, Hollywood actors more progressive than that. They were, Hollywood actors and actresses move all the time for jobs. Right. They move within America. They move to a more progressive area. Absolutely they do. So you get that. But
2: if you notice with Hollywood, the things that they talk about, they don't preach. They talk about diversity. Look at their award ceremonies. It's not so much a diversion. Their own people are boycotting them, you know? <laughs> Come on. Let's just stop the nonsense.
1: So now, uh, according to a new report, and this is out in the Free Beacon today, the uh, gun sales in June crushed previous records. Crushed previous records. June 2016 saw the most FBI background checks of any June since the current system went into effect. Wow. Why? Is it, is it Orlando?
0: It's got to be part of it.
1: Is it the one-two punch of San Bernardino seven months ago and then Orlando?
0: Yep. Oh, we would seen reports, too, of one gun shop owner said that he had had <laughs> a huge increase in the amount of gay people that came in and get guns, actually, too, after the Orlando shooting.
1: Is that part of the questions they fill out? You check the little screen, you little whatever. Was it, Was he going by what he believed was gay? I don't know. Or was it... <laughs> People who said, "No, I, I believe that's probably the case," and you'd be stupid not to. Yeah, but why who, wouldn't you arm yourself?
2: But why trust the FBI database? I mean, mm-hmm. this guy Omar Mateen went through the database. <laughs> Not only that, but he went to the other database to get a security license. Yeah, so, I, come on. I believe I they're no probably re-
1: reporting the numbers accurately, right. though, as come far as on. that. But that's a really good point. <laughs> they said that it processed more than 2.1 million gun-related checks in June. That's amazing. Two million gun-related checks in June. Do you have a chance to know what the average month is? Uh, say, let me give you uh, give you some statistics. That's an increase of six. 600,000 from the record set last year. 600,000 more. So 2.1. I mean, that's gargantuan still. So President Obama, you want to get rid of guns? You want to stop guns? Stop Mm -hmm. talking about it. Stop pushing this. Because every time he does, people run out and buy a gun. All the gun owners love this. Oh, the ammunition manufacturers?
2: They love it. They haven't been able to keep ammunition. stock In eight
1: years. Yeah, it just keeps going and going and going.
2: I was talking to my dad. He bought his first AR the other day. Yeah. He was like, Before Obama, takes it away. That's <laughs> what I'm saying.
1: Whether it's true or not, that's <laughs> what they like, believe. You know, so you got a failure there. Like <laughs> well, those ARs
0: have gotten a lot more affordable now, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Five years ago, they were like I think two you grand. One. Yeah, I think you got one like,
2: for 700 bucks. Yeah, $600,
1: wow. $700 now. Yeah. I know a guy out of the trunk of his car, you can get it cheaper than that. Really? Yeah. Let's I'll talk, I'll talk, oh, to talk really? about Let me get a break in here. We'll go through <laughs> that. Maybe get to pull up. Stock and Hopefully, skip, plug, floor, D stuff. Skip along with Lawrence B. Jones. If you want to follow us on Twitter and engage with us, we are pretty active on it. It's at Doc Thompson Show, at Skip Lacombe, or at Lawrence B. Jones 3. And that's 111 or the number three? Number three. Number three. Lawrence, I'll see that? Lawrence, it's C- not a Jones. Game sign, I promise. No like, number 3 on yeah. Twitter. Skip, what is uh Vox? You're a well-traveled and learned man on the internet. What is Vox? Uh, V-O-X. Vox is
0: a uh, it's a website blog, news kind of agency type thing.
1: Okay, so they put a lot of blah blah in the news reporting and yeah, entertainment they just, they, stuff.
0: They do some good work. If you're familiar with Vice too, they're kind of similar to that. It's just yeah. A, yeah. an outlet media outlet mm-hmm. basically kind of they oh, does this some guy? of that stuff.
1: Well, that guy uh, that you're seeing on the mm-hmm. screen is uh, Dylan Matthews. I see Dylan Matthews there. Ooh. Dylan Matthews, just a couple of days after Orlando, <laughs> this is June 16th, he tweeted out, and this is um, a guy, you know, from Vice, or excuse me, from Vox, who um, tweeted out his endorsement of letting President Obama unilaterally ban guns in America. Skip LaCombe, your, your thoughts How? on that? just
0: through executive order? That he
1: would be, he would be good with that. Yeah, that he would uh, be okay. Um, he said to just go ahead and let him do that. He also wrote that America and independence in 1776 was a monumental mistake. Why? Well, because things like the president can't universally ban guns. He can't do that.
0: Well, no, because there's a constitutional amendment that gives us the right above. Oh, that means nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, it does mean less than it used to.
1: He wrote um, uh, something that was, this was reposted on Friday going into Independence Day weekend. He said, American independence in 1776 was a monumental mistake, which should be mourning the fact that we left the U.K. not cheering it. We had our own little
0: Brexit back in 1776.
1: Yeah, but he said we should, now, again, Lawrence, he could just, he could just <sighs> immigrate to England, right? Bye-bye. He could get that done. He acknowledged that... Um, Evaluating the wisdom of American uh, Revolution means dealing with counterfactuals. He said, obviously, can't be entirely sure how America would have fared if it stayed in the British Empire. He said, but uh, he's reasonably confident that a world in which the revolution never happened would be better than we live in now.
0: One thing I will say to his point is I actually have more respect for the argument uh, in terms of guns of banning all guns as opposed to people saying, well, let's just reduce the 30 round. Because they're not being honest. Yeah, because I mean, even to you don't ever hear people coming after saying we need to ban all handguns when handguns are responsible Mm -hmm. for more violence than rifles. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, while I completely disagree with, I have more respect for the argument of let's get rid of all guns versus uh, uh, ban AR-15s or ban semi-autos.
2: Well, because that's the ultimate goal. And they're being honest about it, whereas where you have Obama and the rest of them, they're saying, oh, that's not our goal. We don't want to ban guns. We respect the Second Amendment. Mm
1: -hmm. Not true. Um, Yeah, he's being disingenuous when it Mm -hmm. comes to that. He said, and this according to his piece, whatever, why we uh, never should have got our independence or sought independence from England. He said the main reason the revolution was a mistake is that the British Empire, in all likelihood, would have abolished slavery earlier than the U.S. did and with less bloodshed.
0: Why does he think that?
1: I don't know, because it was abolished in a lot of the British Empire in 1834. (laughs) I mean, it's not like, you know, 100 years earlier or anything like that.
0: That doesn't make any sense.
1: Right, exactly. So it does. not This is just one of those people who who likes the progressive mindset of places like Europe when he could just move and go there. Stop. Leave the rest of us alone. Bye-bye. Done. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Join us tomorrow morning on our morning radio broadcast, theblaze.com slash radio, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern time on the Blaze Radio Network. Doc and Skip and Lawrence B. Jones, have a great day.